0: All right, today we're going to be talking about startup accelerators. In this video, we're gonna be talking about what are startup accelerators, what the pros are, what the cons are, and how you should think about the different options available to you. So to start, what is a startup accelerator? Well, there's no actual definition, like in the Webster's Dictionary, you know, what a startup accelerator is. In fact, what most people think of when they think of accelerator, which is why Combinator, for the first decade that they were around, the founders didn't actually think of themselves as an accelerator so the accelerator word was kind of kind of thrown onto this certain model and then today we're going to be talking about the model um the model is this idea that you can take a you know first time second time founder that doesn't have that strong of a network that doesn't really know how much how the game works and ultimately invest a little bit of money into them. Um, These days, the standard is in between 100 to 125K for a a chunk of their company, usually five to 7%. And in a short amount of time, you accelerate that company. You help them get more valuable. You teach the founders ultimately how to fundraise. You teach them how to grow. You pretty much just do whatever it takes to make that company more valuable. And in general, usually about three to six months later, depending on the program, there's a demo day where all of a sudden these companies are able to share what they're doing with the accelerator's investor base. And then the investors can decide to invest in these companies. The whole point of an accelerator is it accelerates or it's supposed to accelerate the point from founding to raising capital so you can go on and building a really big company. Um, and, and that's kind of the goal of them, right? So that's what an accelerator is. Um, and just as a reminder, generally accelerators invest 100k to 125k for approximately five to seven percent of the company um so 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 that is all you need to know about high level what an accelerator is you might be wondering oh matt this is great like i want to do an accelerator how do i get started well before we get to that point i want to talk to you about some of the pros and cons of doing an accelerator Some of the pros are, it is extremely valuable for first-time founders that might uh, kind of identify as outsiders, people that don't already have a Silicon Valley investor-based network. I mean, you go through something like Techstars, Y Combinator, You are thrusted into these tier one accelerator networks that kind of have all eyes on them. So when you say that you're a Y Combinator back company, you know, Mark Andreessen might raise his eyebrow or, you know, some of these tier one investors might say, oh, you're a YC company. I want to spend, you know, more time with you because you've already crossed a certain like level of vetting. Right. So it's signal. The second is it's money. Why Combinator, stars, you know, launch, all these, you know, firms ultimately get involved usually pretty early in a company's life cycle and sometimes so early that no one else would get involved. So that $100,000 or the $125,000 could be the capital that allows you to keep going and just, you know, survive. So, I mean, for, forget the signal, forget the network. I mean, it's cash money, which you need as a founder. And I'll say the last thing, and this might be the thing that's, you know, most misunderstood. Is going through an accelerator you know if they do their job right is it, it actually helps you understand the rules of the game that you are playing and if you're trying to build a venture-backed company you might think you know what you're doing but in reality um there's kind of two things to understand there's how to understand company building and like your specific problem your specific solution and then there's understanding the rules of the game of of capital formation and venture capital in silicon valley and most founders think, you know, they'll figure it out, and some do and some don't, but accelerators really accelerate the learning of these founders to help them understand how how does it actually work? How does venture capitalists think, not from what I read in books, but from, in, from real life, right? Um, so those are the three huge benefits um, from accelerators. Now, with the benefits comes a lot of downsides, right? There's a lot of problems that accelerators kind of bring to startups that aren't talked about a lot. So in regards to the cons, I mean the, the 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 biggest con is the terms. The terms are really investor friendly. I mean what happens is you know most accelerators at least tier 1 or tier 2 ultimately invest at around a $1.8 million post money valuation because they invest, you know, $125,000 for let's say 7%, right? That makes the valuation really low. And what this means is um they they have this sweet deal and just in a matter of 3 months This deal is marked up by like two or three times um, because it has to be because them getting in at such a low valuation puts you in a position where you need to raise at a certain valuation after demo day in order for you to not be super diluted. So you can't raise from Y Combinator and then raise $3 million at a $10 million post money valuation or else you lose control of the cap table immediately. What you need is you you take the money from YC or launch, and then you ultimately would need to raise like a 15 million post money, 18 million post money, 20 post money, depending on how much you're raising, simply to maintain control of your company and not lose control of your cap table. Um, so this is one thing that's not talked about. You know, it's really rough on the cap table, not to mention the, you know, some specific accelerators take pro-rata rates, um, you know, for as long as they possibly can. Some take board seats. Um, You know, some have pretty incredible, um, incredibly uh, uh, investor friendly terms, mainly because at this stage, you know, a lot of these founders don't have any other options. So uh, these accelerators are able to kind of pull these terms because the founders are sometimes need the money. Sometimes they're desperate. Right. The second thing is that, you know, many people think that if you get into a tech stars or you get into a Y Combinator, you're guaranteed for success. Like, oh, I'm in the accelerator. We're good, you know. You know, yes, like we made it. But in reality, this is like not how it works. In fact, I, th- I read a stat in the last few years that eighty percent of the Y Combinator back companies don't actually, um, you know, exit for anything substantial. They don't make a return. And within that twenty percent, there's a small amount that, obviously, as we all know, because of the the way that um, returns are distributed, there's like five to ten companies that actually make YC the most amount of money. Um, But no one tells you this when you're going through interviews and you're learning about accelerators. So if they go, we'll help you raise money. We'll connect you with investors. Um, You know, this is what you need to plug into the system. But in reality, it doesn't work for everyone. In fact, most companies don't succeed when they go through these accelerators. And this is something that isn't talked about. And the last thing I would say is in the current market, you know, things are flush. We're at a market top. Um, I think we're in a market top. Maybe we'll keep going. But ultimately going through an accelerator really is, you know, sometimes has negative signaling. It tells an investor, that, hey this is a founder that wasn't able to raise capital on their own so they needed to work with an accelerator that that gives them really poor terms in order to get to a place where they could raise money me as an investor this makes my job harder simply because um, you know their cap table already has an accelerator on it it's gonna be more bloated than it would be otherwise Um, and you know at the end of the day this is a founder that didn't already have the network maybe I just want to pass completely because um, they couldn't do it alone and I think there is some sort of specially. In this market, signaling issues that come from accelerators. Um, so you know now you know what an accelerator is. You know some pros. You know some cons. If you're thinking about an accelerator, which ones you know are you know sh- should you consider? Which ones should you kind of um, ignore? Well, I mean, most accelerators are bad. I would say. 95 percent of accelerators are bad um and i'm sure there's some that are out there that are good that i haven't heard of but in general you want to evaluate an accelerator based on what other founders have gone through that have been successful and what they have to say with for it Then, additionally what other founders have gone through that didn't succeed and what they had to say about it um you know the best accelerator in the world by far is Y Combinator um i mean they backed Airbnb they backed Stripe they backed Reddit, they backed you know, Dropbox, they backed hundreds of companies that we all know. That's kind of the tier one. Um, some other tier one ones that I would consider pretty good is Techstars. I also think Launch is really good. Uh, Launch is done by Jason Calacanis. Um, and there are a few others, but I think if you're accepted into an accelerator that you haven't heard of before and you're doing vetting, I would really just try to understand are the terms standard compared to tier one? accelerators what i mean by that is are they taking more of a chunk of your company than y-combinator would or TechStars would and if they are maybe you should realize that this may not be the best deal for you because it's not a, if it's not a tier one accelerator and they have really weird terms there's something probably wrong um you know my, my advice is try not to value your company below 1.8 million even that is like way too low um but that's what y-combinator does that's what launch does that's what tech stars does um so if you got an accelerator that's valuing you at like 500k, you know, 300k, I would really second guess that. And then in addition, um I would really, you know, use independent thinking. There's a lot of capital in the market right now, which means there's a lot of accelerators that say really good things that you want to hear but they may not be able to back it up. So use your independent thinking and help, you know, make sure you understand that you know, everyone has capital these days, so, but you, won't wanna, you don't wanna work with a partner that just has capital. You want someone that can actually leverage that capital, to help you kind of build your company, which comes into you know, other realms other than capital formation. Um, so that's my overview on accelerators. In the next video, I'm gonna go deeper into the terms, but just to review for this video, um, accelerators are a way for you to accelerate the process of going from idea to raising capital. Um, There's a lot of pros to them, it helps save you time, helps get you a network, gets you some cash, there's a lot of cons in that the terms are not founder friendly, that you may not be successful, Um, and ultimately there's kind of a dissonance between what happens in accelerators and what what people think happens in accelerators. And then lastly, if you're evaluating an accelerator for yourself, make sure it's one of the best ones. And if it's not one of the best ones, make sure the terms mimic some of the best ones so you know you're not getting screwed over. I hope you enjoyed this video. And if you did, please subscribe down below. Um, This is Seed Scout. I'm the founder of Seed Scout. And I hope you watch another video to help you understand more about thinking like an insider. Thanks for watching this video.